0: Hey guys, it's me, D, and my pronouns are she, they. I am your Game Master. If you can't get enough Magic, Mechs, and Mayhem, consider following us on social media, as well as on Instagram, at magicmechsandmayhem, and Twitter, at magicmech. If you enjoyed the episode, consider rating us five stars on Spotify. It really helps get our podcast out to more people. This podcast is a transgender-owned, LGBTQ plus-owned podcast. This podcast is not appropriate for people under the age of 18. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Anyway, here is my lovely cast. My name is Nathan, otherwise known as Norgi, and I play Clog the Strong. Both Clog and I go by he, him. And Clog is an orc who has never been the sharpest tool in the kitchen cabinet. But maybe on this journey, he'll learn a thing or two.
1: Hi, my name is Jen. My pronouns are they, she, and I play a 6 foot with the ears bound in leather bunny boy with a bad attitude. Fletcher Arsa Nicholas, uh, whose pronouns are they, he. Fletcher's an artificer. Hi, my name is Mars, and my pronouns are they, she. I am playing Bubbles Toadstool, the Himbo Kenku Wizard, who goes by he, him, and despite possessing wizard powers, still
2: prefers his dagger.
0: Hello, my name is Matt. I play Ikral Ilaric. We both go by he, him pronouns. Ikral is an asomer cleric. He can always be found with his trusty companion, Magogul, by his side. Uh, hi, everyone. It's me, uh, Dee. And, <laughs> and I have a lovely special guest here, uh, Vesta. And Hi. this episode is a really special episode because it's just the two of us and it's all about Kittery Wager.
1: Yes, everyone else uh, locked us in a closet and uh, with the podcasting equipment and uh, we're we're making the best of it, frankly. Yeah,
0: I'm scared. I'm kind of scared.
1: I'm scared. I don't, I don't think they're ever coming back <laughs> for us, D. I think they forgot. It's been six hours.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> There's no help.
0: food in here.
1: <laughs> there's still food there's food and a microphone so i think we're all set
0: okay cool <laughs> all right well with that i guess a little introduction you know i'm excited because this is because you know we haven't done this yet on the podcast so it's a little mm. special episode uh. what has Kittery wager been up to while everyone <laughs> else was gone
1: yeah, all I can think of is the one segment from iCarly that was like the what Gibby thinking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, this next part. Well, I'm ready uh-huh. to start for real for real now.
1: Go for it.
0: We open on the ocean. Just the ocean. Uh, the The skyline's empty. There's nothing in sight. And we see this one person on a a plank, a couple planks of wood just drifting, like this little square shape perfect enough for them to to float on. They are clearly what looks to be unconscious. And then as the camera gets closer, we get to see the beaten and battered and bruised Kittery Wager. Um, She's having a
1: great day.
0: A very delightful day.
1: So, uh, everything's, frankly, been going right for her.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, wait, what's not the best about getting chased by a juvenile kraken and blowing up?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having a normal one, frankly.
0: Just typical Tuesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chad?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you?
1: Where are you? Sometimes I think I still hear their voice!
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, the reoccurring theme of this episode. But uh, Kit kind of wakes up, and I would like to know what, what do you do?
1: Well, I am hanging on to some flotsam, which is my second favorite type of shit-born brie. Um, and I suppose the first thing I do once I regain a bit of, uh, sense is to look around and start calling out the names of my shipmates, uh, hoping that I get a response. So Kit kind of hoists herself as much as she can on this driftwood and kind of yells over the ocean, like, Kriloth! Kizzy? Shad! Anyone?
0: There's, uh, no response. There's nothing.
1: Wow. That sucks. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
0: that sucks!
1: <laughs> Guess I'm killing myself. Um... Oh, if I look around, do I see any sort of, like, land or other vessels, or is it, is it me adrift in the open ocean?
0: You adrift in the open ocean.
1: Oog. Uh, <laughs> oog. If I pat myself down, do I still have my navigator's tools in my pocket, like my compass and everything?
0: Yeah, it's, you know, I'd say so. Uh, your, your jacket's a little bit torn up and stuff. Your, your clothes are a little ragged right now, but you still find your navigator's tools in your pocket.
1: Yay. Uh, can I orient myself in the direction that the Emerald Eel had been heading in uh, before we got attacked and just start battling?
0: <laughs> how, how do you do that? I don't know how navigating uh, works. I feel like you'd have a good idea of it. But...
1: Well, uh, unless
0: uh, unless you feel like it's a good history check to see if you can remember.
1: Uh, Well, I, I can make a check, but I feel as though Kit's not out here doing like any sort of complicated like reckoning or like uh, path navigation. Like she's pretty much just going off of the last trajectory of the ship was like, for example, like, Uh, north-northwest and she is just going in that same direction okay
0: um yeah I'd say you could start doing that uh and what do you row with do you just like rip a piece of wood off of the (laughs) the yep pretty much
1: I'm I will I will simply spend some time uh rummaging amidst uh you know like if there's other bits of flotsam and stuff around me Um, and kind of hobbling that together uh, into something I can kind of row myself with.
0: Alright, you you can do that. You can do that. Um, You begin paddling and you begin paddling and it's just paddling, paddling and it's paddling and it's paddling and half the day goes by where the sun is beaming down on you. You are so thirsty, you're hungry, and there's still really nothing in sight out here. Um, Is there anything that you would like to to do? Or do you just wanna keep paddling?
1: Ugh, this is typical.
0: Um. I would say that at this point you might have, I would say that you'd you'd have a point of exhaustion here because you probably haven't, like you haven't really slept, You're, you're, (laughs) <laughs> we were more or less unconscious and now you're just yeah. going
1: that is not exactly uh, catching one like 8 hours uh, I would agree with that alright um, in that case I think uh, I still had a inspiration left uh, so I might if I can't uh Try and consult the spirits of my dead shipmates, uh, who I now assume include my most recent shipmates. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm going to do I do I still have my cane? Like do I find that amidst the, no. the wreckage? No.
0: Nope.
1: Well, uh, I'll fuck myself because that's my casting. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no!
1: well i can't give it
0: to you because I already said that Chad has it in another episode
1: oh so true, so true. um okay day Ex machina what can I do here uh, i i will uh in as substitution for my uh cane uh simply pull out my concertina. And play myself a, a sad little song as I'm out here floating adrift <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. A, a lament. song is it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Don't Forget Your Old Shipmate. Um, which feels like a, a proper sort of like morning dirt. Um, and in doing so, I'm going to roll my Tales from Beyond uh, to see if I can't get something that would be useful to me here. Uh, I'm going to use my lesbian flag, D12. Happy Pride.
0: Yeah, five Month, third up!
1: <laughs> I rolled the tail of the Angel.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So I for sure believe that my, my previous shipmates are in fact dead uh, and are helping me out right now. And what that does is it will regain me hit points equal to two rolls of my Inspiration Die and my Charisma Modifier. Um and it can end a condition on me if the condition is blinded, deafened, paralyzed, petrified, or poisoned which I don't think I have. No. <laughs> I really I saw on this list end one condition and I was like, can I end that point of exhaustion already? Was that would have
0: been hilarious. I would have I think I would have laughed my ass off on that I, if that was I possible. Would've,
1: I would have joy Um well, I don't know if I was technically missing hit points, but I will regain uh Fourteen of them.
0: I don't remember how much episode or how much you lost on that episode, but I'd say you're you'll you're like, yeah, you get them hit points back for sure, but you're still exhausted, of course.
1: I'm I'm exhausted as hell. Um, I'm like Kit. It, to an objective observer, is sitting there talking to ghosts. Um, like as as she is like singing this lament to herself, um, she is kind of stopping periodically. Um, just like it, talk to ghosts, basically, just like you know, saying snippets of things like, oh, "Kizzy, you always were such an amazing one. Shame it had to go that way." <sighs> like <laughs> okay. absolute My God, delirium.
0: This, this dude haunted,
1: haunted. <laughs> oh yeah, this bitch haunted, haunted.
0: <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, this is just a normal day."
1: <laughs> yep. Um.
0: Well, I'd say a couple more hours pass of this, and we, as the audience, see the sun go across the sky and then go away as it becomes dark. Kit's still off alone in the sea. <laughs> Kit kind of falls unconscious as the sun comes back up again, and it's That's- beaming down still pretty bad. Is- Where are you going to say? Sorry.
1: said that's fair
2: it takes about till midday where kit hears kind of a sea shanty in the distance
0: and there's this this huge absolutely massive uh ship that is coming in her direction
2: what would you like to do
1: do i recognize this like shanty that they're singing and the language they're singing it in.
2: Um, they're just doing it
0: in common. Um, I can't think of a good sea shanty right now. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Where's the sea shanties that drop your your panties sea playlist?
1: drop my panties eternal playlist. Um, I uh gonna sing along weekly because she at this point fully thinks that she also is a ghost like th- she thinks that she has died um so she is just gonna join it well <laughs> the ship
0: <clears throat> becomes closer and closer and you can see that it's kind of like really nicely ordained ship in pristine condition and like i said this ship is massive i what's the, the largest ship in a in a navy fleet
1: uh, so if we're going off the English system, that would be a first rate. Uh, they're massive. Absolutely huge. They they can have like, you know, 100 something cannon broadsides, like four to five masts. They're just like these massive hulking that you would have set up at, in like a line of uh, battle. Um, Cause they're just huge tank ships basically. Would this be a
0: ship that, like, you know, maybe someone of a high, high uh, position, you could say, within a Navy fleet, might have?
1: I suppose I would.
0: (laughs) This ship begins to close in on you. Do you do anything to catch its attention, maybe, or...?
1: Um yeah yeah I would love to do that. Uh I'm gonna uh can I roll a history check to see if I know like what ship it is or at least to what nation it belongs. Yeah, sure. That's going to be <laughs> seven. Seven? Actually wait no, I need to make it at disadvantage, so it could be worse, because I'm exhausted.
0: No.
1: <laughs> okay, it, it did not get worse. Seven.
0: Yeah. yeah, you I can't don't think quite be remember. <laughs> you can't quite remember who this ship belongs to, but it feels familiar.
1: At this point, I'm tasting colors, so there's really no hope for me in trying to identify the three. <laughs> yeah, can I, with like my last bit of energy, uh, conjure like a, a minor illusion? Because um, I know the cantrip. Uh, to just kind of like shoot off a little flare basically.
0: Yeah, that's a creative way. I'll give you an inspiration for that. I like that.
1: I'm a bars. Grab myself a six bars. (laughs)
0: Bars (laughs) But Um The ship sees you and they begin coming towards you. You hear people on board being like uh like calling for someone they're saying someone's overboard. Um and then a ladder kind of falls down to you as the ship comes right to your side. Uh, What what would you like to do with this? Would you like to climb it? I would love to grasp. You
1: grasp. I firmly grasp it.
0: You weakly climb up this ladder, (laughs) reaching up to the top. The sun is kind of blocking this person's face, but they're looking down at you, kind of leaning over. Right. Um, and then when the sun kind of shifts out of the way, you see (laughs) Vice Admiral Admiral, uh, Elspeth Carmilla Drake. Uh! (laughs) We see as an audience uh, a Triton person with kind of pinkish reddish hair um, a very fancy kind of what is I think this is a crown of some sort, like a little what, what's the word I'm looking for here?
1: She's got like a little circlet.
0: Yeah. Like a They're a very fancy. Very yes, very fancy golden uh leafed looking with one earring in her right ear that's like a dangly earring. Uh just a kind of like a this golden rod a little bit. I, I don't know how else to describe that one. And then they have freckles, black freckles on their face, uh, purple eyes, uh, and a very white, like a white official uniform with a... I think you said it was a blue jacket, right?
1: Uh, I think we made the jackets black.
0: Black. Like yeah, black with gold the detailing. Now. There's black with gold detailing, and under that is like a white very official kind of armor kind of just dress <clears throat> and she looks down at you kind of
2: smirking at you and goes oh kitsuri wager <laughs> how are you you don't look uh, very good drake to what do I owe the pleasure? <laughs>
0: oh, Kittery, we have to stop meeting like this. Yeah, uh, I'm just coming out to see, to see, to see how you, uh, you and your crew, uh, Shad, specifically, were faring. And I looks like
2: I have found my
1: answer. <clears throat> well, Vice Admiral... If it were all the same, I too wish that we would stop like this. But, as it were, I have some rather important parts to make back to Admiralty regarding the fate of the Emerald deal.
2: Oh, yes. Would you, like, were you going to swim there? Did it look it like, like I like had- like you were anything. doing a bang-up job. Did it look like I had much of a choice? Ah. Uh, I was going to fulfill my duty, or die trying. Fortunately for me, it seems that that choice has been made for me. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're here to help you, of course. Do you think you could help me by fetching me a glass of water? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, I can
0: see you don't have your cane, so it looks like you can't walk and do it yourself. But And then she kind of turns over and calls out for, for water. Water. from <laughs> Get this bitch uh, from a from water. On, yeah, get this bitch a water. because I'm not going to do way-
1: it. I'm going to dink my waiter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Someone comes running over with uh, kind of like this pitcher of water. Gives it to you.
1: Do they give me a cup?
0: Yeah, they give you a cup too.
1: Okay, sick. I was like, are you gonna make me just fucking pour it out <laughs> of the citron <laughs> on mouth? yourself? Like a fucking, like, hockey goalie? Who do you think <laughs> I am? <laughs>
2: yeah, good game.
1: good game. Good game, good game, boys. Uh I will I will have myself a little cup of waiter.
0: So uh Vice Admiral Elsbeth Carmilla Drake looks down at you
2: and she says, So, um, how exactly did you get here? Is it I'm- true? I'm guessing since you're here, Shad is dead?
1: I'm going to struggle to my feet before answering her, um, because I am taller than her, and do not want her looking down on me in this situation. Um, so you look like I'm you're having
0: a little bit of the
2: trouble standing up straight. Could you use your cane. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Rather, I could have, but
1: that's all right. I've made do in worse situations, and I'll just lean myself
2: up against the like banister on the edge of the ship. Um, right. Yes, As far as I am aware, I'm the only living crew member of the Emerald
1: Eel. We had succeeded in the first part of our objective and had custody of both our
2: target and some extraneous adventurers who seem to have been somehow embroiled in that whole situation. And then everything went to shit, Vice Admiral. Ah, to be expected, of course, with your history. How
1: many times have we met like this? I would have thought that you were the type of person to keep count of that sort of thing. Oh,
0: you know, I, I could never keep count with the amount of times this happens to you.
1: Well, you'll be pleased to hear that, as usual, I had no direct involvement. A juvenile kraken uh, sailed our ship. We successfully managed to escape its clutches, uh, despite terrible weather conditions. We soldiered onwards, and uh, to top everything off, we were attacked by two. Rogue enemy vessel. I believe orcs hailing from Markag.
0: Oh, the island of Markag. Yes, this bit. Tensions are up in the air.
1: Indeed, they have been. Certainly, word of some rogue faction of theirs attacking an Idoian navy vessel will not make things any better. Although, I have to wonder under whose authority they were operating.
0: What do you you mean? Of course it was was probably under Markog, wasn't it? There's nobody else who leads other than Markog.
1: Well, there was a strange individual with them. cloaked figure. I couldn't get a look at their face. Some sort of powerful individual who seemed to have authority over the rest of the troops there. They seemed to be the ringleader. Did not seem... Mm. Orcish.
0: My, my. Perhaps you're useful after all, Kiddery. Wager.
1: Just Kit is fine, thank you. And you'll find, in looking at my service record, that I am, in fact, objectively, quite good at my job.
0: Quite, quite. Uh... She... Kinda... Kind of turns (laughs) and takes a few steps away and says, All right, crew, we are headed back to Idolia. Mission accomplished. Uh, And she looks to you and she says, Our mission was to come out here and find out what happened to your ship since we haven't heard from you and you should have been back by now. But now we have news to bring back to Sir Howard Castlekeep.
1: Right. Terribly sorry for the delay. Traffic and all, simply terrible.
0: (laughs) She kind of smiles at this. And I'm gonna say that the the ship turns and starts heading back towards Eidolia. Is there anything that you would like to to do?
1: Um, uh, not particularly. I think I'm just gonna go through my pockets and, like, inventory the things that I have.
0: I would say... Just for like the sake of of uh not being like, yeah, you don't have everything you have to go buy it. I I feel like it's fine if you just have your things.
1: Yeah, so I'm 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 probably just going to like sit myself down on a crate, uh hang my coat on the rail next to me, and start methodically pouring water out of all of my belongings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, especially the concertina.
1: <laughs> my poor waterlogged concertina yeah kit kit was not actually really playing uh, quote-unquote music out there <laughs> like, the concertina was full of water <laughs>
0: <laughs> we see elspeth vice admiral elspeth come over she comes over to you and she says oh Kit, i have wonderful news we have gotten some new gear on the ship it's 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 quite fascinating um, we ended up getting a, a new set of uh, what they call scuba, de- scuba gear. Of course, I don't need it. I can breathe in the water, but now I can have my most useful crew members come with me
2: under the, the depths.
1: Kit, like, like, shoots her the flattest look ever and just says, isn't that lovely?
2: Well, if you ever interested in uh, maybe
0: giving them a try, I can, you can always contact me, which uh, by
2: the way, what will you do for work now that your ship is, uh, sunken? Well, first of all, in terms of that scuba gear, I do
1: generally much prefer to stay atop the water than under it, and secondly, uh, you will find it was not in fact my ship I was the bosun, not the captain, and there is never a shortage of work for a skilled bosun, so I do expect that I will simply re-enter service on another cruise. I'm not one for idling about.
2: That's going to be a little difficult for, I mean, to say. I mean,
0: the, the highest, the, the Lord Shad is gone, so... Of course, it was, it was his ship. It, he, it was his emerald eel and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I can't foresee you getting any work anytime soon.
1: Well, foresight was never your strong... Hmm, quite. Quite. And she kind of
0: uh, gives you a, a little bit like a annoyed look, but... That kind of politician way, where it's like, I'll give give you something, but not everything. And then just kind of, she kind of walks off and says, We'll be seeing Howard Castlekeep as soon as we return to the shore, and we can set you up with housing. Lovely. At the Busty Burger. At the what? The Busty Burger. Surely you've heard of it.
1: Yes, and I wish I hadn't. Well, it's
0: not that bad. It couldn't be worse. Could be back in the ocean again. And then she smiles and then walks away.
1: Self passed me back in at the rate. It would be more pleasant company. <laughs> I like to think that in Kit's mind, she was, like, passed over for promotion several times in favor of, like, uh, of Elspeth. Um... And in Elspeth's mind, she's like, Lol, who's this wannabe?
2: Yeah,
0: pretty much. Eventually through the, like the few, maybe like an hour or two pass by, and then you guys are back um, towards the island of Idoia. We first see the giant green orb floating miles and miles in the sky, kind of like its own little sun. And- Yes, orb. The big orb, yes. Uh, of Idoia. and then we begin to see the green features, the green and white features uh, of this this island with its fancy fancy buildings, marble buildings and beautiful docks. You pull in and Elspeth kind of comes off with you and says, "Well, shall we uh, we shall not keep them waiting.
1: Right? Certainly not.
0: Um, she's going to take you and begin she to just walk. Expect...
1: Wait, does she just expect me to hobble after her? <laughs> can, yes. I, can I get like an oar or something? <laughs> you can ask a
0: crewmate for like an oar or something or maybe, uh... Yeah, I mean, I think, hmm, would you prefer <laughs> an oar or like a sword <laughs> or something to lean on?
1: I'm, I'm assuming that on a first rate they'd have a, a somewhat well-equipped, like, medical bay. Can I get, like, a crutch? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so you you have a crutch now, and yes, she definitely expects you to hobble after her.
1: Well, if I have a crutch, I'm fine.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she looks at you and is like, have you ever flied on a broom before? As there are people, like, wizards and students of the school of, uh, the Academy of Idoia. Uh, the Emerald Arc is what they call it. Right. Uh, They're flying by and on brooms and such as you walk through the busy streets.
1: No, I can't say I have. I've always been one for practical magics. Well,
0: it's much faster than walking. And clearly you're not very good at it, so I, I'd say maybe give it a try.
2: Oh,
1: I think you'll find I get where I need to be going just fine. And this old injury that I sustained in service to the Grand Nation of Idoia hardly slows me down.
2: Or- good on you. Indeed. <laughs> well, there are plenty who
1: weren't lucky enough to have survived such a this. I count myself fortunate.
2: Yes, with Chad being gone, it's gonna be a little bit tough, especially finding the new lord for the Undersea. There's a yeah. chance yet. There's a chance yet that Chad survived. I did not. Oh, no, I wouldn't count on it. I never do. Damn, this bitch haunted. This is haunted. <laughs> um, well,
0: you, you, and Elspeth go into like this very big, fancy building. Um, that's like a sort of like a capital building. Um, and then you step onto a teleportation circle and get whew, um into the sky. Ugh. Uh, you are now um on, on one of the floating islands of Idoia. <laughs> and it's this Gee. big building where it's also the school at the same time. Oh yeah. You walk through the busy courtyards, and you walk into this big throne room, and there's one throne at the end of it, with this big, uh, sharp emerald kind of look to it. And then Elspeth will take you to a door, like, just this wooden random wooden door that's on the side of this throne room she opens it and she begins to walk up these uh begin begins to walk up circular steps
1: i sigh magnificently uh and fucking clunk after her (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah um I feel, part of me feels like I should have you roll to see how well you can mentally withstand climbing up all of these steps. Because let me tell you, it's not just a little bit of, uh, of walking up some circular steps. It's a lot of walking.
1: I can roll. Do you want, like, athletics?
2: Yeah, actually, yeah. Athletics checks is, is, is perfect. All right. Uh, 17. All right, yeah, you can make it up. For, uh,
0: Kits, Kits, out of sheer stubbornness.
1: Literally uh, just out of spite, exactly what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, forces themselves up this this uh, circular stairway that seems to be never-ending. And then eventually, you do make it to a door, a small door. And it opens up to this little small circular room, about maybe four. 40 feet in diameter, and then there's a second level to it, which kinda opens up a little bit more, maybe like 60 feet. So it's it's kind of this uh yeah, it's like double layer little studio almost looking apartment. And we see Howard Castlekeep, the tall elf man, renowned writer, sitting at a, a circular desk full of papers. Um, with a small rat compa- not rat, small mouse companion
2: standing next to them. Oh, cute. Ah. Kid- Kid Wager, you're alive? Yes, it does appear that way, doesn't it? Well, you need to tell me everything that's happened as soon as you can, right now, if- if- if you can, if you're equipped to do so. Elspeth, thank you for bringing Kit back. Uh, Elspeth is gonna like kind of bow
0: and then turn around and walk out with no other words, really. Good. <laughs> just gives you like a knowing look, like a
1: uh, "Okay, bye,
0: <laughs> have fun at the busty I,
1: burger." I give her the flattest fucking glare of just like
2: sea of vice admiral. God. <laughs> um, the temperature in the room drops like
1: five degrees. the two of them make eye contact <laughs> Poor fucking howard's like oh good <laughs> <early."> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um howard kind of pulls up uh, o- over a chair um like o- pulls open like pull out a chair sorry t- from this table uh and allows you to sit down and usually like howard doesn't do this but I feel like, for you, he's, like, making an exception, because this dude's kind of full of himself, I'm not going to lie. Right. You know it. Oh, yes. But this is the acting great wizard right now, so who are you to
1: say anything about it? Fair. Um, But before I recount this, D, I, me, Vesta, I forgot what was the name of the person that the party rescued and that then got fucking capture-napped.
0: The party what?
1: The guy that the party rescued that we had on board the ship who then got like, zooped away oh, by the Oh, uh, Blink Hardstorm. Blink Hardstorm? Yep. Okay, I knew it was a based ass name, but I forgot it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay. He is the oh. halfling uh, artificer teacher at the school.
1: Right, okay, cool. <laughs> well, as I'm sure you've ascertained, thing- did not go according to plan.
0: Uh, quite. Yeah. I can see right. that.
1: As far as I'm aware, I one of the only, if not the only surviving member of the crew of the Emerald Deal. We... You can see... Oh, sorry, what? No, nope, go ahead. Keep
0: going. <laughs> uh, you can see, Howard, while you're saying this, kind of like... It, there's glimpses of, ve- like, a lot of frustration on his face as you're you're mentioning this. Not towards you, but towards the situation.
1: Right, right, as, as one does. Um, the first part of our mission, according to plan, we recovered Blink, uh, oh my god, all right, Blink Hardstorm? Yep. Okay. We recovered Blink Hardstorm. was in the custody of some non-state actors. We apprehended them as well, and were on our way back when things started going wrong. The weather turned against us. We were attacked and pursued by some sort of juvenile kraken. And to top it all off, we fell under siege by two vessels hailing from Markog, but not, I believe, under Markog's order.
0: What? What do you mean, not under the, the orders of Markog?
1: Well, there was an individual aboard ship, snuck aboard our vessel themselves and apprehended Hardstorm from us. They seemed powerful in the arcade seemed knowledgeable about our mission situation at hand, and they seemed distinctly not orcish. They were wise and lithe of frame, and I could not get a good look at them under their cloak, but I get the feeling that this was the leader of this Band of Marauder.
0: And did he happen I... to give you a name?
1: Not that I remember.
0: Um, Howard is is kind of fuming right now. He's like beginning to pace back and forth, putting his hand up towards his chin, trying to getting lost in thought, maybe adjusting his glasses as he begins to walk back and forth. And you see this small mouse person. They kind of like. They look a little overwhelmed at that Howard is walking back and forth like this. Right. (laughs) But he kind of falls silent in in this. Uh, All right. I can. uh,
1: I can get you the last known coordinates of the Emerald Deal, and we can at the very least coordinate a search and rescue. There is a chance that I'm not the sole survivor.
0: And would you be coordinating this search and rescue kit, Wager?
1: If you would command it of me, yes. Howard kind of
0: turns away from you and says, I'm i leaving now. I will leave with this information that you've given me. And then it just turns and walks out, uh, like goes up a set set of small stairs, uh, and there's this other door on the other level, and he walks out of it.
1: Shall, shall I leave as well or would you like me to keep this chair warm for you? Uh no response.
0: You see this little mouse just kind of like
2: uh uh
0: uh I I don't know what's up with him but I I guess I I can get um right I think you need some money from this. I think you need you need compensation or something. Uh yeah let me let, let, let me get Bella Luna of Etheria. Um, and well, Bell Luna, Luna Vithyria is, uh, the next in line Great Witch of Elodon, just so you right. know.
1: Right. Bars. 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 I Bars. Bars. <laughs> keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we both, we both have evil mean? disorder- we both have evil disorder that makes you repeat things that another person says to you, but in a weird voice, and we're just gonna keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep doing that <laughs> until we each reach literal evil YouTube poop levels of noises. Like, this is gonna be unlistenable, D, because it's just gonna be you and me going through <laughs> It's just gonna be us sitting here going, hear it, hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: <laughs> I love it for us, though, frankly.
0: For Fuck real. you, listener.
1: We're making noises.
0: God, audio listeners are angry <laughs> right now. Oh, well. Heart emoji. <laughs> we see the mouse walk out and after a few minutes they walk back in with this uh, kind of like average height uh, elven girl with pale skin pink eyes, pink hair a maroon outfit that's kind of like this tuxedo with uh, yep yeah, this, this fancy sort of tuxedo she has going with a big witch hat on Hell yeah. That's also a dark red. Um, she walks yep. in and says, You're a kittery wager, aren't you? Indeed. I understand you need compensation for what has happened to you.
1: Contractually, yes.
0: We can set you up with lodging with our... Uh, since it's so last minute, we've kind of run out of the room, so we will have to set you up into the Busty Burger.
1: The Busty yes. Burger Inn. So I've heard. You're certain there is no other lodging? All of town.
0: Um, as far as I'm aware. I mean, you can sleep on my couch if you'd like, but I, I don't really have much, um, going on, on um, in terms of
2: <sighs> places to, yeah. No, that is certainly all
1: right. Uh, it does appear to me that uh, Grand Wizard uh, Castle Keep seems to have offered me these quarters for the time being.
0: See you got the deception on that one.
1: <laughs> sure. I'm doing a fun strategy called boldface lying. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he did leave and he did not dismiss me. So, according to,
2: uh, according to my understanding, but this is correct. Alright. Fifteen. She rolled a fifteen. Oh, (laughs) Lamau.
0: She kind of narrows her eyes at you and says, "Uh, I don't think we'll be able to to do that. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I'd take it up with Mr. Castle, but he appears to have left and not leave any instructions, so...
2: Yes, he does that quite a
0: lot. I must admit.
1: (laughs) Do as you, as you wish. How about that? Sounds just fine to me.
0: She turns and like reaches into a small pouch and she says, Um, we've
2: decided to compensate you uh, for 100 gold pieces.
0: And then hands you, actually, uh, she looks at it and then says, I've decided to be a little bit generous and pull it to 150. And then hands you 150 gold pieces. Oh, most generous! Thank you. She also pulls out what looks to be a, a brand new concertina. Hey, yo! And she says, "We also have this. It's a consider it a personal gift from me." And hands you a reveler's concertina.
1: Hey.
0: Do you know what that item is? I, I feel like you might, but... uh,
1: Not off the top of my head.
0: Alright. Well, it's from the Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Oh, uh, that explains it. It's a rare item. While holding this... You have to att- attune to it, but while holding this concertina, you gain plus two bonus to the saving throw DC of your bard spells. And as an action, you can use the concertina to cast Otto's Irresistible Dance from the hey,
2: item. Uh, I love that. This-
0: This property of the concertina can't be used again until next dawn.
2: Hell yeah. I I will look upon it and say that's more generous than I could have ever expected. Appreciate it. She bows and then turns to walk out. And uh, If you don't
0: want to say anything else, she's going to she's uh, actually she might leave unless you want to say something. Yeah, up to you.
1: Um, I will kind of ask as she turns to walk out, is it true that there's no sign of Shad or any of the others having survived the crash?
0: Uh, she kinda stands there just completely silent, looking away from you, and she says, I I haven't heard anything, but is who was on that ship?
1: I'll give her like the whole detail of the crew to avoid list like listing all the names. And there were others also, the ones that we picked up, accessories to Blink Hardstorm. An odd bunch. Not navy. Oh?
0: What what were the, what were their names?
1: Well there was there was Fletcher and a Fletcher, the uh Uh like a rabbit sort of situation like a weird rabbit hybrid person Bubbles a Kenku uh there was also an orc um by the name of uh fuck shit <laughs> 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 clog 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 the strong yeah yeah, yeah. clog <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the man that was also Boromir uh <laughs> Boromir <laughs> Of uh, son of Denethor. Um, yes, there was an an orc, uh, clog, wrong. And a, uh, Ymir, there was, and also a... (laughs) I could tell
0: you if you want. Please, I I
1: lost it, I lost it.
0: Ekral Ilrik.
1: Ekral! Ugh! The fucking fact that there's a Ymir and an Ekral fucks me up. I (laughs) know. Anyways. (laughs) uh, Fletcher, Bubbles, Clog the Straw, Ymir, and Ikral, I believe. When she hears you say Fletcher, she kind of like
0: takes a double take, like turns to you and is like, kind of like, huh? Uh, Sorry, did you say Fletcher? But you said they're a bunny person.
1: Uh, Yes, uh, but wore a strange mask. Flet- Fletcher Austin Nicholas Don't know if I ever caught their full name, but that may well be. She is
0: flabbergasted at this fact that that this person was even on this ship. She kind of takes two steps towards you and it's just like hey, maybe we could give a try to find them. Maybe we should try to get a search party out there.
1: Yes, I'm glad to see that you agree with that assessment. I would be more than happy to assist in the coordination of such effort. I'm well versed in the machinations. I'd be able to get a force out within hours. Well, for now,
0: gather that force after you take a rest. You look really bad. (laughs) Get cleaned up. Come see me.
1: Aye. They'll be there in the morning.
0: She turns and then she walks out after she nods at you. Uh, What would you like to do between then and the next day when you go down to the docks?
1: Uh, I'm going to use Howard Castle bath.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Howard does not come back, by the way, throughout this whole night. like Howard doesn't come back.
1: That's fine. Like like I said, I'm running under the fact that I'm military. I follow orders. He did not dismiss me. And so I'm simply here. Um, so I'm going to freshen up. Uh, I'm going to, like, you know, I have some, like, wounds on my face. Shrapnel. Try to, like, clean those out as well as I can. Um, I'm going to take a little nap. I'm going to be
2: plagued by visions. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm ready to go. All right. You head down to the uh, to the docks. Um,
0: Is there anyone specific you'd like to see first?
1: Um, Oh, I forgot to mention, I am going to attune to the con.
2: Oh, perfect.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. Uh,
2: So that's first and only attunement item. So That's all good. Um, uh, yeah,
1: so uh, I'm heading down to the docks um, still with my little crutch instead of my cane, L, um, I am going to see if I can't find any like captains, lieutenants or officers that I recognize to try and muster them for the search and rescue efforts uh, and I'm going to direct them to Vice Admiral Elspeth's office under the orders of the, uh, what, what was her name? Like the the arch witch. Uh, the
0: she is uh, the next great witch. She's next in line. I don't know what I would call that.
2: Right. Well, I'm I'm going to say that it's Bellaloon's orders. So. Okay. Um,
0: you head down to the docks. You you begin your. Your, uh, your task of gathering up a search party. And then we see the party's boat begin to pull in to the, uh, to the docks. And before doing anything else, I mean, yeah, I'd say you see the party walk off this small ship. It's like a really shabby Gross ship that looks like it hasn't been taken very good care of. And you see on that ship, Andre, Kreloff is not there. Kizzy is not there, but Allison is there. Um, And then walking off of the boat is this really weird looking old man that you saw before (laughs) leaving the world tree. Uh, Right. We see Fletcher Ekral. Uh, (laughs) McGoggle. We see Bubbles. clog the Strong.
2: And we see Shad. My vision tunnels. I'm going to go pummel that man. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to see you do it uh,
0: next episode. (laughs) (laughs) And now we can get everyone in here
1: you're yeah, running uh, 30
0: minutes over but that's I okay it's
1: horrible, no <laughs> horrible terrible no good very bad day it's horrible
0: terrible no good very bad day
1: it's really like ugh! i fell down the fucking stairs and the most popular girl at school who i hate saw me do it like i i simply <laughs> there's no coming back from them.
0: there's no coming back but i'm honestly really glad we got to do this because i was really excited
1: yeah that was fun i'm glad thank you so much for indulging me on the little like what the fuck happened to kit wager um
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think it's funny too because it's like all within the same few days that this pretty much most of this adventure has happened
1: (laughs) you're right right and meanwhile kit's like well i'm gonna pass in and out of consciousness uh i'm gonna cry while playing my concert and then I'm gonna act like a tough guy when my fucking <laughs> And
0: Then I'm gonna level <laughs> up to level four. <laughs> and
1: then I'm gonna level up to level four and I'm gonna act like I don't know nobody. Well, that's
0: gonna be the end of this quick little uh, this quick little uh, side story of Kit Wager. And then Woo. we're gonna see everyone else in a minute for the actual full episode. But but you, audio listener, you don't get to hear it until a week later.
1: Ooh, uh-huh. so sorry. Aha! Uh-huh. I'll, I'll enjoy it for you. Oh, it's gonna be so good.
0: <laughs> You're gonna have to listen to it.
1: That's <laughs> how you get them, the hard sell.
0: <laughs> the hard sell. All right. I'm gonna end this recording, but goodbye, listeners.
1: Ciao listen. (laughs) There they go.
2: Intro music was done by Matt, and then the rest of the sounds and songs were from epidemicsound.com.